0: This is the Kona Edge, the home of Ironman triathletes who dream of qualifying for the World Championships on the Big Island.
1: Welcome on to this edition of the Kona Edge. It's awesome to have you with us. I'm Brad Brown, and uh, let's chat some swimming now. And a returning guest, and we head to Melbourne in Australia, Michael Harvey. Michael, welcome. Thanks for joining us again. Thanks, Jack. Brad? Michael, you, you know that you probably upset a lot of people in your, your first chat with us about uh, coming from a swimming background because there are a few people who, when they get into triathlon, the swim is the scariest thing that they've ever had to do. And, and guys like you really irritate the living daylights out of them because uh, it comes so easy to you.
0: <laughs> yeah, it, it can be frustrating for a lot of people. And um, it, it's funny that I, I do – um coach myself now and and a lot of people come to me specifically you know if they want one thing it'll be the swimming side of things so it's uh it's a it's a very relevant and a common thing um amongst everyone
1: it does level the playing field a bit though because it doesn't matter how good you are at the swim it's the shortest of the three disciplines so uh you might have a bit of an advantage but it's not a long advantage at that
0: oh that's what i keep on saying to everyone i go you know you spend four and a half, five, maybe six hours on the bike and you know, three and a half to five hours running, but yeah, you know, even the, the people at the back of the pack are only swimming less than two hours. So you know, we need to beef it up. Maybe it needs to be like a six or an eight K swim. <laughs> I love
1: it. Michael, let's talk about some of the things that you've done from a, a swimming perspective. It it obviously I don't want to say it comes easy. You still need to put in the, the hours and, and the hard work in the pool but but it's 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 something you enjoy doing. It's something you did growing up. What what would you say is are some of the things that you do in the water that you feel have given you the biggest gains over your triathlon career?
0: Yeah, good question, Brad. Look, the, the, the I'll lead out with the the obvious one and probably the elephant in the room for most people. And when I say it to them, they ask me like, you know, what's the one thing? And I say to them, it's just time in the water, you know. And a lot of people, like you said, they get they look at me and they go, oh, you know, you just do it so easy. And yes, it's true. I probably Time-wise and um, session-wise, I don't need to do as much um, as, you know, the other disciplines, but I also look and I go, well, I did 10 years of swimming where I spent, you know, 10 days uh, or 10 sessions a week, I should say, um, you know, in the pool. So if you do that time and, and you're willing to commit the time, people are willing to get on the bike and do stupid Ks and same with the running, but it's sort of they have this hesitation to get in the water. Um, but I, that's what I'd say is the first one is just in the water and be consistent in doing it.
1: It's unfortunate because often people want the, the the sort of silver bullet, the the magic one to make it better. But at the end of the day, it's paying school fees. You've you've got to do the work, and and it boils down to one word again: it's consistency.
0: No, absolutely. You know, it's yeah. You know, I say it to people, not in a in a, a cocky way. I say, look, if you want to swim like me, then we'll, you need to swim for twenty five years. That's how long I've been swimming. Um, you know, just like some of the people that you see at those Ironman events and they're incredible runners, you know, they, they just get off and they run these phenomenal times, but they might have been, you know, collegiate athletes at their, and you know, back in school and, and doing that. So they've just done their time and, and that's what people, I think, like I said in the last interview, if you can sort of just embrace that, you know, hurry slowly, just do the work and, and the results will eventually come.
1: Michael, you you coach as as you mentioned, and and we'll pop the details of of people want to get, get in touch with you in, in the show notes. But you you obviously do your own work in the pool, but you work with a, a lot of people in the pool as well. What what do you like for you personally? What's your favourite workout in the pool, and and what do you love giving to athletes as as a as a favourite workout?
0: Yeah, I'm I'm a big um, big in, in keeping it simple, um, and that, that's my. My uh, model across all three swim, bike, and run, but with the swimming in particular, um, you know, paddles, pool boy, you know, that's getting a getting a good body position in the water so that people are actually using the muscles that are the big dominant muscles that are going to help you move better in the water, rather than trying to fight your way with you know out of pool boy and you, you know your hips are dragging through the water and you're not actually uh, developing the muscles that are going to help you swim better. And quite often is the case that You can get someone who, you know, people go, Oh, you should be getting rid of the pool boy and, you know, you don't need to do it. Well, sometimes, well, I say, I find 99% of the time, if people do the right work with the pool boy and the paddles, they get strong. You even remove that, that pool boy away. They've actually got enough strength to sort of swim better than what they used to in the first place. Where if you just, if you're trying to shortcut that and do all these fantabulous drills, um, you know, unless you're willing to spend a lot of time, you know, and talking, you know, multiple, you know, six sessions a week I'm water to do all these drills to get the feel for the water. Getting strong in the water is your number one priority to, to help you swim faster.
1: I love that. I, I, I couldn't agree more. I know a lot of people would disagree, but I think that's fantastic. And, uh, yeah, we'll let's chat sure. some biking next time round. But uh, thanks for your time once again here on the Cone Edge.
0: Not a problem, Brad. Thank you. We hope you enjoyed this episode of the Cone Edge. If you want to improve your swim, be sure to check out our next free live online swim seminar. Get to the KonaEdge.com slash swim seminar to sign up now.